are now listening to Tempo Podcast. Our focus today on Tempo Talk is the wage gap, not the wealth gap. I've always said this. I've always said we cannot solve the wealth gap without solving the wage gap here in America. Companies across the board always say equal opportunity. But the people of the United States of America are experiencing paychecks that does not reflect this. The question has always remained, why? Allow me to build the foundation to answer the question. There are two laws I would like to um, highlight. One is the Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It's only 56 years old. It banned compensation discrimination due to race, color, religion, sex, and national origin. The second came in 2009 and it's called the uh, Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act. Now, this amended prior changes to settle several federal laws um, protecting the rights of workers and further clarified that all inequitable and discriminatory payments are illegal, regardless of how long these pay decisions or these practices have been in play. So a wage gap is the difference between the average pay of two groups of people. I want to present to you two fundamental problems. One is income inequality and the other is schooling. Income inequality can lead to one population group amassing more wealth than other. Schooling, let me tell you the truth about schooling, it does little. Schooling points a person in the direction on how to acquire practical knowledge. So in order to generate wealth, it's going to take a little more than practical knowledge. So the wage gap can be explained by two factors, education and geographical location, where you go to school and where you live, right? So also discriminatory recruitment practices also play a prominent role in perpetuating wage gap, particularly in um, high-level income paying profession. Um, there is a chart that I have in front of me um, that is provided by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Stats um, from 2021 and is showing the median weekly earnings by race and gender. We're going to focus on race. Um, we have white, black, Asian, and also Latinx. The Asian population supersedes weekly income uh, between 1,200 and 1,400 weeks. White is in second place and they're superseding $1,000 to about $1,100 weekly. Black and Latinx are between $750 to $800 weekly. Also, uh, that's attached to this chart when we're talking about um, high-paying professions, African-Americans are underrepresented in science, technology, engineering, and math career. 
According to a study by the Pew Research Center, 72% of black science, technology, engineering, and mathematics professionals cite discrimination in recruitment, hiring, and promotion. 73% of these professionals report being less likely to have access to quality education that prepares them for these careers. Another result of the nation's income inequality and unequal educational system is a reflection of property tax-based school funding. The key takeaways that I want you to take from this today um, is this, that the wage gap represents unfair diversions between the pay of different groups of people. Often this is defined by the demographic characteristic. Secondly, overall, Asian workers have the highest median weekly income, right? Followed by white, black, and Latinx workers. We live in America. Asian workers have the highest median weekly income, followed by white, black, then Latinx workers. Also, another one is the opportunity gap, right? Unequal employment opportunities among various groups is another socioeconomic divide. So there is some legal remedies. There is some legal solutions that we can lean on for the insist for the assistance um, to help out in these areas. Right? We pointed out one earlier: the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, Community Reinvestment Act, also known as CRA, Fair Housing Act, and then one question that reached the Senate floor. I don't know why that conversation died down, but for obvious reasons, should America pay slavery reparation? That's the question. Very relevant to the divide in income. Very relevant to the divide in wealth. But the bottom line, despite all these efforts to promote equal opportunity and diversity, within the U.S. labor market, race and gender discrimination remain. If companies are truly committed to fostering real change, a good place to start is eliminating any biases that prevents everyone from being paid a fair and equitable wage for their work. Hope you enjoyed Tempo Podcast today. You can subscribe on all podcast platforms and on our website at www.paysetmovement.com. Thanks for listening. And until next week, remember, create momentum, then dictate tempo. Tempo.